0: tailgater sports
1: that's right everybody you heard it it is another episode of tailgater sports a sports podcast hosted by three Doofuses, three knuckleheads, me, myself, my name is Eric. This guy over here, uh, he, I'm pointing at him, you can't see that. His name is Randy. What's up? And there's a third guy on the podcast. His name is Tyler. He lives in Houston. We are both in Los Angeles, me, Randy, myself, him. Um, I noticed, I remembered the other day, it's been a while since I've given out some social media handles, Yeah. so let's just get that out of the way. It's nice and early, so I'm, I'm assuming... This is where we have the most listeners. Yeah, um, Tailgater Sports on Instagram. Get over there. Uh, we talk a lot of crap about each other. We've actually started recently really um, putting out what we talk personally in our group message yeah. and posting it so people can kind of interact. I know we've uh, kind of been poking at Tyler's pics a little bit through the Insta- Instagram feed feed. Um, again, yeah, that's, not good. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Hellgater Sports on Instagram. Make sure you're following there. It'll keep your uh, thirst quenched between episodes of, you know, I know, that's you, right. I know you want more and more of us. That's definitely what everybody needs and wants. That's um, nice. You all want more of me. <laughs> Randy, how could they follow you?
0: Uh, you can find me at Hey, It's Randall. That's Hey, It's Randall. Randall your voice with one sounds L.
1: god-awful. Yeah,
0: dude, I don't know what it is. I woke up this morning and the AC kicked on overnight and I, I sleep with my mouth open. <laughs> yeah.
1: It wasn't from you know cheering on Giannis in the Bucks. The I might have been.
0: It might have been cheering on Giannis, cheering on El Salvador. The, yeah, lots well, good, of big good sports, sports weekend week. for you. Yeah, We're gonna get to it. Weekend. So yeah, NBA weekend, Finals sure. going
1: on. The Suns might be choking away an NBA title. Giannis might be yeah. winning the first I one for the Bucks. I can tell you.
0: I can tell you what, how I got yelled at at a my mom's birthday dinner oh, because nice. of the
1: Bucks. Nice. There we go. Uh, so we got that to talk about. We got Space Jam. We all watched Space Jam: A New Legacy over the weekend. Slam. Um, so that'll weekend. come up. We we are something something Jim. We put a lockdown on talking about it over text message over the yeah. weekend because I didn't want anybody swaying anybody or kind of right. putting it out before it was, we're talking about it here. It was so, so tough. I just got, wanted to
0: talk about it so yeah, much.
1: So we got yeah, I know right. You really chomped at the bit. So we got Space Jam <laughs> review coming up. We got NBA Finals games. Uh, that was Game Five, um, and uh, a little bit of Home Run Derby I think in the middle because there was something I heard. Um, but again, I'm getting sidetracked. Tyler, where can they follow you?
2: Uh, you could follow me at Producer Heavy T
1: that for is now, on Instagram and Twitter.
2: <laughs> For For now, now. we will get to that later. Yeah,
1: Producer Heavy T, that's a reference for those who don't know. Sean Salisbury's show in Houston. That's the show he works on. Because Um, I'm a producer. For now. Yeah, so and I'm at East Soundwave on Instagram, underscore Roberts11 on Twitter. But yeah, like I said, Game 5 between the Suns and the Bucks was over the weekend. And this series has kind of really flipped. I mean, I feel like just a week ago, everybody was given the NBA title to the Suns and Chris Paul. Devin Booker, they were up 2-0, won both home games. And now all of a sudden, I've seen today... And about a 30-minute span, people crowning them already, the Bucks. Uh, People talking about Giannis and LeBron. They're comparing them now at age 26. Oh, dear It's God. weird. But, yeah, so this was the final decisive play in Game 5 on Saturday night uh, between the Bucks and the Suns. Booker, the drive, gets inside, leans in, knocked away
2: and stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has the foul. And a ball throws
1: it down. Giannis on the so that was it. Uh, that was what is it, ABC? I think had the game this weekend. They've had the, all the NBA finals. Yeah. So Drew Holiday steals the ball from Devin Booker, goes down the court, all you pass to Giannis. Uh, wild stuff. Wild stuff. Chris Paul went full blown. I'm not going to let you make this, and he went. Tried to push him. He went foul to the chest instead of you know. I, I get why. I get the idea because you know Giannis is pretty shaky at the free throw line. Right. So he's just trying to like get him off, and so he doesn't you know, put down the dunk, of course. but he forgot Giannis is like 80 feet tall yeah. and a freak, the Greek freak. And he buries the dunk. He missed the free throw, which I mean, which was Chris Paul's plan, but you know, <laughs> he didn't want the dunk to go. It didn't want to be a three point play at all, but he missed the free throw, but the Suns failed to rebound the ball. Fast forward. I think Chris Milton made a free throw. The Suns never even got a chance to tie yeah. the game. Bucks one win away from their first ever NBA title. I, I, Randy, how do you feel?
0: I feel great. I love plays like that where I'm, um, you have players in the NBA where oftentimes a matchup can be very like black and white where you have a guy who is per- primarily dominant, but then he goes up against like a seven foot and impo- like impossible to stop moving right. force. So I always love watching videos of people who like try to stop moving cars or like uh, there's this one video I saw of someone trying to hold back the glass because a wave is coming in. I'm like, you can't stop that. Like no matter what you do, it's going to run you over, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what Antetokounmpo did. So I'm feeling good. I mean, it's been a weird roller coaster of emotions because I had convinced myself that they weren't going to do it because yeah. the first two games were pretty decisive. Like the Suns beat them, yeah. and then, like you said, everyone was pretty much like, "Well, that's it." And
1: they looked so bad in the first Gian- two games.
0: Giannis doesn't belong in the finals. He can't. He can't carry a team to the finals. Do you remember? He the, has no place do you remember there. Remember
1: the Giannis is a uh, number two. Yeah. Which is a Robin, not a Batman stuff well, that was going on.
0: Which I, which, I mean, it's always just ebb and flow sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. Kind of back
0: and forth. Yeah, but it's,
1: it's prisoner of the moment stuff. It's always yeah. what, it, what happened last night. Crown well, f- him now, not tomorrow.
0: It went from Antetokounmpo can't lead a team to Chris Paul's a horrible team player.
1: Well, that's, ex- that's kind of what's been being said for I a mean, long time I mean, it's always now, been like so. that. The crazy stat is, is that he could become the first player to lose four different series that he was leading to oh at one time. Which is funny.
0: Which is which is funny to me because I have heard from many a people that Chris Paul isn't that good of a teammate, like as good of a person. Yeah. But then it's funny because the media crowns him the exact opposite, which is like, oh, you know, he is the guy. He's the savior. He's the savior. Because he
1: goes to teams and they suck and then they're in the playoffs. Like, what did he did with the Thunder last year? Now right. what he did here. And it's like, but, you know, you can't finish. But,
0: I mean, it's like, well, you know, you got Devin Booker and you got uh, Aiden. who I can't yeah. I never remember his first name.
1: DeAndre. DeAndre. DeAndre.
0: But it's like, it's one of those things where you can have good players on a team, but that doesn't necessarily yeah. equate to being Devin able to finish Booker's strong. Devin
1: Booker's put up 40 and 42 in two losses. Yeah. Chris Paul, I think, put up like 10 and 12. DeAndre Aiton. DeAndre In was a monster in the in the Western Conference Finals. He was the pretty much one of the deciding factors. Guess what? When you're playing, you know, Giannis Attentacupo in the Bucks, instead of, you know, right. I don't even know who the big man was for the Nuggets. Nikola well, Jokic? Yeah, the Joker. Yeah, the you Joker know. or something. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'd still probably take Giannis but, over Joker but, in, in uh, one-on-one.
0: Jamal Murray had torn ACL, yeah. so they didn't have that. So while they did have size, they didn't have agility and, yeah. and quickness. And the thing that puts them over the Suns by just a hair or enough is the fact that while Phoenix does have, uh, you know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre Ayton, they have the size, they have the skill, they have the mobility. You know, like you said, they don't really have the ability to finish. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the Bucks, you got the big guy with Giannis, you have a you have a clutch player in Chris Middleton, which a lot of people is kind of a surprise because Chris Middleton doesn't really speak or exude superstar, but he is so clutch when you need to be. And then you have Drew Holiday, who is good, but the one thing Drew does very well is he's really good on defense. And then we do have a lots of like
1: yeah. Well, like, I mean, I think figure we just, he's the reason that play yeah, happened that I, we just played because he literally legitimately, it was a one point game. It was 120, 119 19, 16 seconds left in the game. And the Suns had the ball. Booker was driving, you yeah. know, and like they, they locked him up. And Giroux, that's how he spells it J R U E. Giroux. Giroux came over and literally ripped the ball out of Booker's hands and then went for the fast break right. and fed fed Giannis on probably the biggest play of the playoffs.
0: Yeah. And I think the big thing, too, though, that a lot of people, uh, don't really seem to acknowledge and I think you and I did a little while ago was the fact that the bucks are comprised of all the guys who were good on other teams but never good enough yeah. to remain on the roster like PJ Tucker he's a good player he was good for the Rockets but he wasn't good enough to stay on the roster and so the bucks took him then you look at Lopez Lopez is a big man powerful strong he's good but wasn't good enough to stay on the you know, the Nets roster so the bucks took him Right. So it's like all these guys who are like, oh, they're pretty
2: good, but then all assembled together, they just, mel- they just mesh well. Tyler,
1: is Houston bitter at all watching PJ Tucker in the NBA Finals?
2: You know, it's funny you mentioned that. Houston is bitter no matter who wins because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, so fans, I the, Chris, the
1: fans are I pissed Chris that PJ Tucker on. left. Chris Paul is yeah, a rocket too, I forget.
2: Chris Paul's over there, and people have seen how the team pretty much fell apart once Chris Paul left, and they realized, oh, Chris Paul wasn't the problem. It was James Harden this whole time. So people are pissed that they traded Chris Paul away. He was part of that Russell Westbrook deal, I believe. I think it was like a three-team trade or yeah, something yeah. like that. But uh, if Russell Westbrook came over, they didn't really do a whole lot, and come to find out, it's because him and James Harden couldn't get along because James Harden is just a selfish a-hole. That's all it is. So, yeah, the fans Unless over a here stripper, are then you pissed can get, either you get anything way.
1: Anything you want from James
2: Harden. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, bro- bro, money, his, yeah, you... his jersey is hanging in a strip club. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like Magic That's how much City. money he blew over there. It's not Magic City. It's somewhere that's in Atlanta. Well, you, can still, to, uh, you can Magic still go to uh, uh, a strip
0: club in Atlanta, guys, if you don't play in Atlanta. Just heads
2: up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Lemon Pepper Lou, look at it, went to a strip club. I think uh, I think my favorite part about this, bubble. too, is the
0: fact that like the bubble. NBA has been hyping up the Nets, the Lakers, uh, the Heat, because the Heat made it to the finals last year, and none of them even sniffed the finals. Not even close. And so now it's like all these teams with these big-ass these big contracts, these big players, yeah. they're like, well, wait a second.
1: Yeah, they were hoping for a Brooklyn, L.A. Even if Brooklyn, like, Clippers, you know, yeah. like at least you get the Los Angeles, the L.A., East Coast, West Coast thing, and they ended up with Phoenix and Milwaukee. Gr-
0: granted, I'll tell you what, the Clippers did suffer injuries, but playoff P, having his presence on the court, definitely didn't help their case to advance either. But the thing that I really enjoy, though, is... Playoff the, P. Yeah, playoff P, is the fact that because these teams haven't produced the results they were expected to produce, if this continues on... Then maybe, just maybe, teams will have to reflect back on their decision making and perhaps think a little bit harder next time before they sign a player for a disgustingly fat contract. Well, it's
1: funny because so Chris Paul's going to have to get a new deal soon. I think he's right. in his last year. I think he's made like 34 mil or something yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so I that, believe he signed like a one year deal. Yeah. So people are already talking about where's he going next year. And like, he should go to the Lakers. The Lakers will make, he'll be perfect. He'll be a two or three. And I'm like, Dude, can we get through this season first before yeah. we start like penciling but that, him in? But our going that, to the Lakers ironically every, ten years not is not. Isn't, isn't that so annoying? Goes though? to the Lakers, right? It's like if somebody has a big month. Oh, future Lakers! But like,
0: isn't that so annoying though? Like uh, the game was it Game Five? LeBron came and people said he was there to support oh my Chris Paul. God, I don't bro. know if he was there to support Chris Paul. Was, maybe just to go watch it was basketball. Skip
1: Bayless doing. Yeah. Skip Bayless, but things, the entire, dude. but
0: the entire. Well, it wasn't even Skip though. It was a, a lot of people who. The entire focus was just on LeBron. It's like, yo, dude, there's an NBA Finals going on with arguably perhaps like one of the greatest players to ever play basketball, Giannis, and we're too busy being fixated on the fact that LeBron's in the background. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And you know what? I'll I'll tell you what, because we we are going to be talking extensively about LeBron later in this podcast. I will say I'm not a LeBron hater by any means. I enjoy LeBron. I like LeBron, but I think it's going to be really good for the league when LeBron finally retires. Simply because that's what I've been saying. No, that's not, but uh, it's going to be really good. Nope. It's going to be really good for the league though, because the majority of attention will only be on him. You know what I mean? Like, because if you think about this, Eric, I don't think there's a single guy who's playing right now. Who's going to replace LeBron as far as the caliber of star. There's, oh, there's no, there's Dude. Not, maybe, I mean, there's people said it was going to be Zion, but Zion doesn't really no. fit the
2: mold he's, for no, LeBron.
1: Nobody's winning enough to do be that. Exactly. Durant It would
2: be Kevin Durant if Kevin Durant wasn't a dick on the Yeah. And
1: he's hurt. Yeah. And like Kevin Durant's not, not the, the prototypical fall in line, be the media guy that everyone right. talks about. Cause right. he's an, yeah, he's an ass and he'll pop off. If you say something bad about him, there's been like, what, maybe no, there's been two, two people for the last, we've lucked out, honestly, us as sports fans. Over the last 10, 15 years, we've lucked out because we've had Tom Brady and LeBron James. It's been cookie cutter, sports talk media, sports talk radio, hot take radio. Because you literally, I mean, you see it. You you watch Undisputed every day. Tyler works in sports radio. It's literally, all right, you wake up. And legitimately, the (laughs) NBA finals are going on right now. You're one win away from the first title ever. And I'm in a couple different group messages. Countless sports talk radio shows today are not going with Giannis and game six tomorrow or, you know, one game away or what is Chris Paul doing? Yeah, they're leading with Space Jam reviews, right? That's so sad.
2: Yeah, honestly. dude. The, that, and that's and th- this is where it, this isn't even LeBron's fault. Like, I can't even bash him for this because, no, I mean, you guys don't hate him, but, you know, he's it's not his fault that he shows up to a game and he decides Paul's to guy. focus solely on him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, Chris Paul's this guy, but like, dude, there's a literal NBA Finals gone. which by the way, if you're not watching this NBA Finals, you're missing out because I know it's two uh, small market teams. It's a
1: damn good series. Yeah, and I really what, the hope last, it goes seven. The, the first two, okay, a little blowout for the mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns, but the last three have all been one possession games with a minute left, minute and a half yeah. left. I mean, they've been enticing. They've been crazy. But, you know... We'd rather focus on LeBron courtside. And why does he have a bottle of tequila under his chair? Did the, how did he get that in? Why are they letting him in bring in his own alcohol? I'd like
2: to, to just, honestly, I will be so glad when guys like Stephen A., Skip Bayless, Max Cullman when they all retire and just go away. You could argue, really, though, that every person who stands behind a microphone
0: for sports
1: talk is really like that. Yeah.
0: Kendrick Perkins, dude doesn't oh, know a single thing I, he's talking about. I think he... I th- didn't he say that the Bucks were screwed like oh, yourself. Yeah. He like, said
1: that he said the series was over after game yeah. two. I hate that. I hate people. T- we should just ban over.
0: every single person from the 0-9 Boston Celtics from ever talking behind a microphone <laughs> for I sports. But I was
2: gonna say, remember when uh, Paul Pierce and the Celtics beat the Bucks that first game in the playoffs? Oh, I think it's over. It's like yeah. you're an idiot, bro. Just yeah. shut up. I mean, the
0: only person who has even somewhat of like a of an of of like interesting things to say or in- interesting personality is Brian Scalabrini, the white Mamba. <laughs>
1: That's so That's random. the greatest he was white, Mamba. white Mamba out of everybody. That's so random. Well,
0: Because I saw a video of, on a, he, he was on a podcast and then he was being recorded on the camera. He was like, I'll beat you, your friends and everyone you love at basketball. You'll never be as good as me. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's not wrong. But I mean, I, I think the, the, the funny thing too, though, is that so many of these sports people, they really are legitimately kind of crazy in the head because the stuff they say makes no sense. Yeah. But they have to live by what they say. Bread and butter, dude. People bread and butter. will
1: talk of people want you to see you talk about LeBron and people want to see you talk about Tom Brady. Like and they and that's how they work it. Tom Brady, LeBron James, and the Dallas Cowboys.
0: I mean, look at us. We're doing Exactly what we said we don't like.
1: But we're poking fun at him. We I at know, least led with at least 10 minutes about the game. But, like,
0: I know Tyler wakes up, and when he wakes up, he's
1: like, oh, I'm uh, I I so them, mad at LeBron James. right now. They they should send those to a, a gift basket. When they yeah. retire, whenever Tom Brady hangs them up, whenever LeBron hangs them up, they need a, a monster gift basket yeah. from ESPN, NBC Sports, FS1, Fox Sports, whatever they are at that time. Because, here, thank you for making our life easy and paying our bills for all those years of you being the villain right. for just being really good at the sport it's, you play. It's such
0: an interesting dynamic too, because it's like there's someone in the same realm of, of like uh, of media, you know, the sports, of a sports analyst like them, like Stephen A or a uh, skip, they, they get access to events in which these athletes are accessible. But the reality is, is like, it's such a night and day difference because these guys make a living talking out of their ass about these pros. Yeah. And so, so many of these pros don't like these people even though in your mind, you're kind of like, Oh, I bet they just know they're cool with each other. But the reality is no, they hate them because they don't actually know them.
1: Oh yeah. And they probably don't barely even watch, you know, like, you know, outside of, you know, some of like the beat beat writers, some of these talking heads, man, uh, part of the interruptions most of the time uh, Michael Wilbaum man, what's the uh, I can't uh, Craig they'll, they'll say I didn't stand for the game last night I mean the NBA fans probably a little different Wilbaum is actually on site for some of these yeah. um, Kornhauser Kornheiser where the hell his last name is is, the,
0: is he still is he still on there yeah,
1: that old dude, dude. Yeah, yeah he's still on there wow. yeah. I actually enjoy part, uh, part of the interruption I hate part yeah, I hate it's, it's good
2: I love it more when uh Cornhurst is out and Frank Isola sits in. That, Frank Isola's
1: funny. good, yeah. He's a good New Yorker guy. He's pretty fun. Him I, and Will Bomb have a good I can't stand
2: PTI. I hate Will yeah. Bomb you know so which, much.
1: You know what ESPN show has? We're going completely off the rails now. You know what show has r- completely fallen off? And I Around love, the Horn. I, I, I still like Around the Horn. It's got a little wokey for me. A little yeah, I wouldn't mind. Me.
0: I wouldn't mind if we sent Bill Plaschke to like Alaska or something. Just <laughs> yeah. like here, go, go be the b writer oh, anchorage. Gosh. But
1: the one I used to love, and it was it was just t- madness, and it's completely nothing like it was because it's you know the direction of the show and stuff like that. Right. But But uh, was highly questionable. Right. I love oh, that was fun I yeah. love I mean, Levitard and his dad yeah. and back when. Oh, that's right. dad. I'm
2: very intrigued.
1: Yeah, and um, and who was the other guy? Oh my God, I forget the the one who was the regular. Uh, I mean. it, it was it was uh, um. Bomani Jones, right? Those three were fun, and, and when uh, they would have the rappers on as like the guest, and the dad would rap a lyric, and it was fun. It was wacky. You know, it was kind of it was a clip show basically. Yeah, of course. But it's definitely gone to the skew now. It's got like
2: well, because and, uh, and yeah. Yeah, Lebetsdard and ESPN had that massive. Yeah, yeah. So which exactly complex, got, went a different so. direction, but yeah,
1: right. now, that is also a little wokey now. You got like uh, Katie Nolan on and in Crab Now it's
0: Sports Nation was a uh, was a fun thing to watch too because it was Nation just was awesome. It was just it was just so goofy. It was like yeah. all right, we're talking about the 15 best uh, I like mascots. The, I could I could beat in a boxing ring or something. Did you like Marcellus Wiley and Michelle Beetle
1: or Beetle uh, and Coward? Marcellus
2: marcellus was okay yeah. they killed it when they brought kellerman on i hated it yeah, then yeah um when it was cowherd and beetle it was great it was i yeah. wanted to go because i was i mean obviously i was still in la at that time and this is before Cowherd moved over to fox so this is a while back right but i really wanted to be one of the people to sit in the audience that I, show was
1: great i randomly discovered it i don't think i follow him anymore but i randomly got a post on instagram from the Sports Nation Instagram account, like I was like, why am I still following Sports Nation on Instagram? And it was just some like random because they graphic.
2: revived the show. If you didn't know, it's on ESPN Plus.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, it's like half hour you know, episodes. You now.
0: know what, analyst? I used to, I really, really liked it first, and then I've kind of like, um, ah, you're not, I'm not a big fan. Marcus Spears, I used to really like Marcus. Spears. Marcus
1: Spears is all over um, NFL Live now.
0: Yeah, but I just yeah. I don't know. I just, he's okay. He's all right. I, you know, honestly, although we do the sports podcast. Admittedly, when it comes to sports media, it's such like an ebb and flow sort of thing because like, you know, I, I subscribed a few podcasts, but the reality is, I'll listen to, I'll, I'll go like two weeks listening to one, and then I won't listen to it for like four months. Yeah, and then I'll listen to one randomly, and then like a break, and then go back. Same with like Undisputed. Like I was, I liked Undisputed more than everything else. But then after a while, I'm like, okay, well, we're why are we back to Tom Brady?
1: Yeah, but you know? that's the problem with some of these talking head shows is like they know exactly what we're talking about. They know where right. they have talked about to get the ratings, and they know people even on off days, where or on days where in the NBA finals are way more important. They're gonna lead with LeBron James in Space Jam, or Tom Brady right. uh, had knee surgery ten months ago, but even though it's off season because it's it's Tom Brady. And LeBron uh,
0: Or James. you get like really awkward shows where they're obviously out of their element because every show is essentially based. And built on the foundation of basketball and football knowledge. Yeah. Even though you could argue that one of the sports that has been increasingly growing in audience and in attention is baseball. So when they started talking about like the home run derby and the all star game, it's really funny to watch them sort of talk about it. And they're like, is Shohei Otani the next Babe Ruth? <laughs> and then they're like, you know what? I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where you really just got to see how the ball's being thrown and how they hit it. Because if they're consistently hitting it, then you know, the balls Dude, aren't being thrown that it's well. It's funny to it's but like, it's, what are you, what are they talking it's about? It's funny.
1: Yeah, it's funny to see them like I kind of forced into this situation because right. of the, you know the Home Run Derby and what Shohei Otani's doing and seeing like how kind of inadequate they are at talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a post that said this will finally show that Babe Ruth is actually overrated. And I'm like, are we going to do the LeBron versus MJ but we're going to do Tawny versus Babe now? Is this what we're going to try to do? I
0: I loved it, too, because I (laughs) I watched a video that explained how Babe Ruth would never even make a double-A team in today's MLB. Because, oh no way! Because nobody back then was throwing 94 mile oh, yeah. an hour missiles. Well, they, that it was too,
2: like, and they like had half of their the wide- best players were in the Negro leagues. This dude, Babe Ruth was facing people who had got off their third shift at the steel mill and just decided, like, hey, <laughs> hot- we need a pitcher that's <laughs> yeah. going to throw 75. They had a hot dog and a beer
0: on the way to the park. These guys, these guys, <laughs> these guys had like five, like ten second wind ups to throw like a 64 <laughs> mile an <laughs> hour meatball sub down the middle, so that. Tim whatever, who's off his second tour in the Pacific was like, all right, well time for me to be the greatest baseball player who ever lived. I think about times like that. And I wonder, I'm like, how bad were you at baseball? If you were like on a double a team back then, when literally I could be the starting pitcher for the Minnesota twins back then. (laughs) It is just, it, it dumbfounds me how people even, even talk about Babe Ruth in the same sentence as Otani or anybody who played baseball after the year 1965, like, it makes no sense to me. Babe Ruth smoked cigars and drank whiskey before every game, and was built like a refrigerator. And yet, you expect to tell me that this guy, this guy, is the greatest baseball player who ever lived. Otani, well, the other day, Otani hit a dinker down the first base line. First baseman picked it up like a few feet behind first base,
1: obviously, and he outran him. And he
0: outran him. Yeah, and I'm like, you expect to tell me that Babe Ruth, who from watching footage, because there was footage from back then when he ran, who never uses upper body to run is supposed to be better than Otani. Give me a break, dude! It makes no sense how people will compare people who play forty years later with advancements in technology and the game, and they're like, you know what? I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty. Uh,
2: pretty See, fair. 40, 40 years later is one thing. As most era talk, we're talking Babe Ruth. This was like 90 yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that, that is way too long. Like, I'm sorry. You can't compare any sport from 90 years ago to today's athlete. It's just so stupid. Babe Ruth's steroid <laughs> was literally hot dogs with extra mustard. They probably put on his jersey. Babe Ruth's like, era of baseball like, players. Their wives were smoking cigarettes when they were
0: pregnant because that's what people thought you were supposed to do. And you're supposed to tell me people from that era, that generation, which somehow, I don't know, lived to see 65, are better than today's players? No, thank you. All right. No.
2: I mean, when Babe Ruth played, the screwball was still an
0: effective pitch. We haven't used that 50 years, man. Mickey Mantle's liver was basically a shriveled up piece of leather by the time he died. And you're supposed to tell me that this guy who drank more alcohol in his life then an entire state is supposed to be better than
2: today's ball. Are you guys players? done
1: ripping the gr- America's I mean, great pastime? You, 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 look, you want a comparison
2: of Babe Ruth? Look at John Goodman. You're going to tell me that dude could play baseball. Get the hell out of here. Well, dude. It's not happening.
0: John Goodman was an all American. You guys baseball? done
1: with your slander and your blasphemy? Just kidding. It was all American. Okay.
0: I'm done only because no one cares. About I'm good. These people.
1: <laughs> all right. I'm good. All right. Game six. Who's going to win? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we're talking oh, about I basketball, guess. guys. We were talking about basketball before this. Before we get how Randy's feeling on a uh, series deciding game possibly uh tomorrow night. Tyler's Sons and Six pick is officially out the window, so it would have to be Sons and Seven. How do you feel, so Tyler? How do you feel going in? Are you do you feel like the curse is still the Tyler curse is still in effect? Or are you gonna flip to the Bucks here and maybe curse the Bucks?
2: No, you know, I still feel confident. I think Suns and Seven has a very real chance of happening. Now, their backs are against the wall here, but Chris Paul has been through this stuff before. He's seen the meltdowns I me mean, when he was with the Clippers, when he was with... I mean, the Rockets were up 3-1 against the Warriors. One went away from the finals, and they blew a 3-1 lead. I mean, he's seen this before he's been through this. I know he doesn't want to go through it again. I know he'll pick it up. Devin Booker's been playing lights out. He's going to do really well. Ayton, Ayton struggled, but I mean... Pretty much anybody's going to struggle when you have to play Giannis one on one. That's just how it is. I mean, that's not necessarily his fault. He's just a little bit smaller. The other guys, I mean, Cam Johnson, he's pretty good. It's so like I still and Monty Williams is a hell of a head coach. So I still picking, feel Tyler? really good about it. I told I told you I'm picking the Suns, bro. I'm just okay. giving my analysis. Well, I just want I, #hashtag yeah. basketball. Well, fan. thank you. We we, <laughs> we got stuff to talk about.
0: Bucks, bucks, baby, bucks all the way. I'm putting all my cards down the table. My at homes. home
1: tomorrow or on the road in seven.
0: Oh, at home, man. It's got to be at home. I, 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 because I don't feel. Because if they lose, I don't think. I just don't game know sem, how they seven, win it back. Man,
1: wild, wild west.
0: Because that momentum swing to not only win away when the when the series is on the line, yeah. but also know that your next game is back home at your home court. That that's yeah, momentum. You, you, you can't just handle stop.
1: it. You got to handle it at home on your home court because once you hit game seven, let alone being the team that like has to then travel on the road. If yeah. you're on the road and you and you maybe lose game six, but you go game seven at home and you little whatever. We're going home. That's right. fine. But if you're at home, you lose six and you have to go on the road to win seven. Mm, it's rough when you've gotten smacked on the road in that arena already twice in the series.
0: It's tough. It's a tough sell, so I,
2: I'm I'm going bucks. All right, let's go, Suns. Win it for Charles Barkley.
1: Yeah, win it for the guy who has openly talked crap about your organization in yeah. the past five to ten years. <laughs> win it for Charles. All right, I know we just went off the rails and talked about Shohei Ohtani and Babe Ruth for God knows how long, but all right, focus here, guys. Okay. I do want to talk about a little bit more about Shohei Otani and the home run derby. Because uh, that was uh, between our last podcast and now. Right. And I want to point out the fact that I think we all went over. How many of us had people get out of the first oh, round in I, our home and uh, I know. I didn't all have th- any.
2: All, th- all three of us. We
1: didn't have a single right pick, right? No, I had Mancini who advanced so that you oh, had Man- oh, so you one. Oh, that was, oh
2: I, I did have Mancini. I had Mancini going in the finals, which proved to be
1: true. Okay. So you both had two right picks then. I had zero. I didn't have anybody make it out of the first round. Jeez. Yeah. What
0: a pick man yeah
1: so somebody somebody (laughs) replied to so i put our picks up on instagram and somebody replied to us all wrong and i replied yeah we suck i i I told i tell we tell you guys this all the time we're not O's, we're not talking like we're i mean you can't
0: even accurately predict a home run derby
1: which okay this is what i wanted to point out here first of all why did we forget that p alonzo is a monster
0: well, I don't think we forgot. I think Because he plays for the Mets. True. Why well, I don't think we forgot. I just think we assumed he wouldn't be able to repeat that sort that level of <laughs> of uh, the, of uh,
1: succession because dude,
0: it was like there's a year gap.
1: Yeah, the dude um seems like all he wants to do in life is hit home runs now. <laughs> Pete Alonso might just want to win the home run derby every year of his career for the rest of time.
2: Well, you got to remember, there is a $1 million incentive if you win the whole thing. Right. So the two home run derbies that he has won, he has made more money doing those two home run derbies than he has in his actual playing days.
0: Aside from the fact that he hits absolute missiles, how good is he on the—because like, I don't watch enough Mets baseball to know how good
2: of a well, caliber he, player he, hits he is. hits home
1: runs. I mean, he's typical— he, he's,
2: a, he's a home runner strikeout. Yeah, he's guy. a
1: typical this era—there's an era, era talking—power uh, right. hitter. He strikes out and hits home runs. He's um, a Joey Gallo type. Yeah, That's he- <laughs> the crazy part okay. is that he beats Trey Mancini in the finals. He passed over his, I think he had, he had like 23 or something. Right. And he had like 45 seconds to spare in the final round. So he probably wow. could have put even more of a crazier number up. Um, But the part that everybody was talking about in the first couple rounds was Joey Gallo and Shohei Otani didn't make it out of the first round. And right. they were like the heavy favorites. A lot of people taking him yeah. to win. You guys took a Shohei. I took Joey Gallo to win. And they didn't make it out of the first round. Right. One of the... F- Things that I I forget if I heard about it during the the broadcast or after the, the broadcast was Shohei Otani and you could probably have seen this when you're watching. Him, he looked gassed. like he was mm-hmm. he was holding hands over his knees. He was breathing heavy, pumping Gatorade, and yeah. he went to overtime a couple extra rounds um, against uh, who was he playing against? Who was he Juan against? Soto? Juan Soto, right? Juan Soto. Second greatest
2: him. Soto behind me. Yeah, oh, you see stuff like that. You just shouldn't say. It. Him.
1: Um, so Shohei looked <laughs> gassed, and it it was mentioned either in the broadcast or after. Shohei Otani doesn't take batting practice. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to hear. What? Which I I didn't realize that. Yeah, me neither. Which is something I think if we would have known before, we might have. picked... I mean, you guys might have. I didn't pick him to win. I but probably would have chosen. You think so. about it. Like batting practice is something that you know you get in a rhythm, and if you don't do it every day, taking swings is heavy. You get yeah. you get out winded. You're out of breath. So if you're not even taking practice swings for any kind of base stamina, no wonder he was gassed. I mean. Th-
0: you, you hear often from people who are in shape too, though, that like, oh, I never stretch before working out. And then you hear other people who are like, oh, I do stretch before working out. So maybe there is some truth and validity behind like different things work for different people. Maybe this just works for Shohei. But I don't quite really understand why does he wouldn't want to participate in batting practice? Like you yeah. never really
1: hear about. I know it. pitchers don't do it. I mean, for obvious reasons. Um right. Some do. I know. I know. Uh, Scherzer does batting practice. I know. Like some of the better ones, they right. just, you know they're ultra competitive. They want to when yeah. they're up to bat, they don't want to automatic out. For sure. But Shohei, he's at least a designated hitter, so you would think he would want to be, you know, the day to day, still kind of be in the motion. Of course. Um, and he's I think sub- part
2: of it is because his swing is just so natural when you look at it. It's just so. It, it's it's such a simple swing but however he does it it's just so powerful okay but what, we, what would be what
0: would be even classify as a complex swing like i mean just um, he he just hacks at the ball and he's what it is to me is that it's not that he's um it's a swing it's the fact that he has really good hand eye coordination because in order to see the ball the entire way through which is what he seems to always do you need to have exemplary hand eye coordination like every time i see highlights of the angels playing it's usually about him hitting a home run or doing something ridiculous, and then them ending in the game with the Angels like blowing the blowing yeah. the game in like the final cup winnings or something. But Yeah,
1: somebody came yeah, in in the I bullpen know. and gave up six runs. and
2: I was watching. I was, the I was
0: Like the Mariners were playing the Angels the other day, and it showed Shohei oh, running God. down the first baseman who had the ball, just a dinker, a few feet behind first base, outran him, hitting home run, <laughs> and then the uh, Angels giving up like two runs and
2: losing to the Mariners. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. in true Angel fashion, but, like. I think the funny thing is that speaking of the Angels pitching, uh, apparently, and this is a reason why, if I would have known this going in, I would have said, okay, show he's not going to win it. The guy who was throwing on the pitches, I don't know if it was the Angels pitching coach or whoever it was, that guy hadn't pitched to him since March. dude.
1: And I'm like, okay, cool. He has yeah. no idea what this guy's throwing. Whoever. And his throwing was awful. It's like, dude, even the Angels that, pitching coaches are awful. That was one of the most apparent things. Because I feel like in the past, there was one or two. I, I remember Bryce Harper. When Bryce Harper won at the one year and his dad was pitching to him, it was kind of like his dad was kind of pitching him a little too high inside and it was noticeable. But this year, I felt like there was a couple different pitchers or batting practice pitchers or whatever. The guys right. they select to pitch them in the home run derby. There was a couple different ones where I'm watching and I'm like, are these guys trying to strike out the batter? Like, they know to find the sweet spot. Joey Gallo's uh, pitcher was was awful. Right, and if you looked at it, Pete Alonso, they did a, one of those overlays. Get gra- that
2: man, Pete Alonso's pitcher, yeah. Get that man in the. They Hall did of fame.
1: one of those overlays, and they placed like six or seven of his pitches, and all of them landed at about a six-inch radius in the middle of the plate. Right. And Pete Alonso's sweet spot just think, 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 think. And I'm like, no wonder. There was other pitchers where I'm like, okay, you're high, low. One of them, um, wasn't it Shohei's? No, whose pitcher pitched behind him on accident?
2: not have been Shohei. Wouldn't put it past it, show It was I'm show sure. hair, it was one Soto. It was one of those. Yeah. Shows. And it's just
1: like, oh, it's like, what are we doing here? Are these guys literally all you have to do? Just bloop. That's, that's what I would do. Bloop. Like, do you want to just lob... but see, that's the thing too. Like, I kind of thought about to just kind of toss it in. But some of these guys, like, you can't be slower because that'll throw off their motion even more. So I get, trust me, I understand. I'm not going to be the pitcher in one of these things and, and cost somebody a million dollars because I would blow it too. But I was, there's a couple pictures where I'm like, are you. Sure, this was the right decision. Trey Mancini's, I I mentioned it, Trey Mancini's uh, pitching coach was from Notre Dame when he went to high school, and they did the home run derby. So there's probably something in it where there's a little bit of experience you can't just pick some average Joe off the street to toss you a couple balls. I
0: don't know why. I'm surprised that the home run derby has yet to get to electronic. Like like there's a machine just throwing the balls. Like why we still do the coach thing. I mean, I I understand why, but... I mean, the Polar Bear and then Shohei Otani is a perfect example. <laughs> Shohei had to be go digging in the dirt for something. Meanwhile, Polar Bear just had to swing
2: in the same place yeah. every single time. Yeah, I want to give the man his credit, Dave Jouser. Jouser how, how I'm assuming. Let's get this man in the Hall of Fame.
1: I assume oh. Pete Alonzo cut him a check.
0: Oh, for sure. Yes, oh, dude.
2: I'm sure. You know, speaking while we're on the home it's run. Like I want to. I got. I got to mention this because I thought that was really cool. Apparently, each of the home runs that were hit were signed by the player that hit them. I saw what? that on Twitter. That sounds apparently like too the too though. I, I saw the, on Twitter, apparently the balls that landed in the outfield were signed by the person who hit them. And I was like, if that's true, because I haven't checked to see whether it was actually true or not, but if that's true...
1: That's awesome. That's so cool. Good that news sounds like gathering. a lot of work. That's some like good news gathering by That's, you, that's this what, something I heard. I'm not sure if it's true, but let's talk about it. All right, two, since <laughs> you know, if, if, My if if doing, sources
0: have not confirmed. If we're doing <laughs> stupid observations, here are my two stupid observations. One thing I have noticed about being a pro, the one thing that seemed that sucks is you got to do all that stupid signature crap, like sign cards, oh, yeah. jerseys,
1: Did you see the video but it's of, non-freaking you stop. You see the video of Conor McGregor signing the, the posters for him in the poor year fight? Yeah. Probably, he's just... And his and and there are some athletes I can tell take a little more time, like to like. Right. But some athletes just like, here's my first letter, and then scribble, scrabble.
0: Exactly. And then my second observation was, I have long had the pondered question of, how many cows does it take to make enough baseballs for the freaking home run?
1: Oh, dairy? there's got there's, there's, there's got to be a stat. Because somewhere. think about
0: it, you're not getting those balls back; they're just going gone, 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 gone forever. I don't know. I just I've watched how they make baseballs, and it kind of fascinates me. And I'm like, yo, how many – like, how do you know how many you need to make? You know, like, it's so – it seems so complicated, but I don't know. Stupid observation. Home run derby this year actually was pretty entertaining as opposed to prior years. Um, I do wonder, though, if it'll ever so become – here's
1: something a quick Google. One cowhide makes approximately 144 baseballs. Wow. So oh, wow. Okay. I mean – it's enough for
2: like three games.
1: Yeah, I mean, depending on, yeah, I mean, you think about it, the numbers, it's probably pretty easy to figure out. Right. We're not numbers guys. I'm not going to do that right now, but there's your also, quick Google answer. I,
2: I looked it up real quick. Uh, apparently, only some of the balls were signed, but that's still pretty cool. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty so, dope. So it's that's like a, there's a souvenir that's a for a little, little egg. Band.
1: Yeah, a little Easter egg for you. Um, Real quick, before we get to Space Jam Ooh. reviews. On the way out of baseball talk, Alex Verdugo got a baseball thrown about, at him. Uh, Yankees fan going a Yankees fan. They threw a baseball at him. Uh, apparently, the Yankees fan is now banned from all MLB stadiums. One, damn, don't throw stuff at people while they're playing the games. I've never been the, like, I'm going to throw stuff on the field because I'm pissed or I'm happy. doesn't make sense to I, me. I've
0: always been a strong uh, advocate for, because I saw someone do it at the Cubs game once, where if the opposing team hits a home run... You kind of yeah. like toss it oh, back. Yeah. That's but the like, thing but, but it's does. also like a calculated toss. Like I'm yeah. gonna throw it where there's a yeah. player not but This standing. is
1: not the situation. Somebody right. threw it. Averdugo, his back was to them. He hit him. He was pissed. Donk. But yeah, I get the I get Donk. the you're an away you're an away team hits a ball. They do it in Chicago a lot, like you referenced. Right. Um. They do it in a bunch of ballparks. You know, away guy hits the home run. Throw it back. Throw it back. Whew, chuck it. That's my dream, and that's I feel like all of every kid's ah. dream. You catch. You catch the home run from the away team, and every kid plays it out on his head. At least I did. You catch it, and you're like, man, I'm going to chuck this, and they're going to be like, damn, he's good. Go get that kid. (laughs) And you're going to do it. Oh, that's what happens at uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. You just brought up Rookie of the Year. I don't know if it are group messages, and we told you to watch it because that's literally the, the plot. In my head, I watched it. Rookie of the Year. This kid hits a home run. And he had just had Tommy John or some surgery. Yeah. And he throws it and hoses the guy out on accident at home plate. And he's now the pitcher it's for the like Chicago 430 Cubs. 430-feet missile don't just tosses it. it to home don't plate. Don't knock it into no, your watch. Dude, it. That's I, your next viewing assignment. No,
0: I, I'm not going to knock it simply because <laughs> I forgot what I was – it was probably TikTok. And they were highlighting like old sports movies. And I forgot the name of it. But there is a baseball movie based on a true story where it's like a picture a picture from India or something. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? Tyler, no. look this up. It was a picture from India, and it was based off of these two pictures from the, the country of India who pitched for the Pirates. And I was like, this Oh, makes-
2: I do remember this movie. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember seeing a preview for it.
0: And it makes no sense. So, I mean, I get it, man. I, I wouldn't put it past you, you know? Or I wouldn't put it past that, but... I mean to throw like what did you think was gonna happen when yeah. you threw the ball at the player?
1: Yeah, Goals. but yeah, so don't be a dickhead fan that throws stuff at people. What no. I was trying to get to though is the fact that so apparently he's banned at all MLB stadiums. Banned for life, by the way. Okay, thank How? you.
0: I was about to I was How? about to continue that. Literally, we live in a time where wearing a face mask is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. You put on a face mask, How? you put on a hat, put on some glasses. And then you're fine. Go to the go to the ma- city field. No one at city field's <laughs> gonna be like, wait a second. Yeah. I'm... You think Roger, sixty five year old Roger, who's making minimum <laughs> wage at at the security gate, is gonna be like, wait a second. Hold on. But wait a second. Let me go through my encyclopedia of all hundreds of people banned from MLB ballparks. Yeah. Wait a second.
2: You can't commit. Yeah. No one is out gonna of, see
1: it. Out of city ballparks, get the f out of here. They don't care. They're not gonna have your face on some yeah, apps well, photo screening. You. I think.
2: I think part of it is is that. I mean, obviously, you have to make sure you catch this guy if he does enter the ballpark. But I would assume that they got all the information on him they can, including probably his social security and all that stuff, in no order to ban him from potentially okay. no purchasing way. tickets online. Not, though, bro, that's like not, that's my, thinking. it's not Disney yeah. jail. They're I not- get it.
1: I get why they, how they could. There are steps to make it difficult, but like this guy is not going to be kept from walking into any ballpark. Hell, he could go back to Yankee Stadium, and I guarantee there's somebody working a kiosk, a gate somewhere that would be like, "Hey, you're the guy that uh, threw the ball at Alex Verdugo of that damn Red Sox. Dap him up, let him in for free. Buy him a beer, maybe. Yeah, like it's. I don't get it. I get this. This
0: what this shows. I'm Paul Tyler. What this shows is just how garbage of a person and leader Cashman is. What a spot. And I'm just kidding. I don't care about the Yankees, but uh, yeah. That, no sense. Lifetime bans make no sense. Like whenever someone gets banned from Walmart, how? Yeah, how? How? I've been to the Walmart in and in, in Paramount, California. Nobody there is going to check me and be like, wait a second, you're banned from here.
1: I'm gonna go no to, sense. I'm gonna go to Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. Nobody's gonna be like, Ain't you that Yankees fan that hit Rodrigo yeah.
0: in the back? I'm gonna get banned from Walmart because I threw a pizza slice at somebody in the uh in the you know, the checkout line, but Oh, no, don't worry. I, I'm going to get caught when I go to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and I walk to the, the Walmart there holding a lobster trap. Like, wait a second. You're not allowed to be here. No, shut up.
2: That being said, if I'm in the outfield and I see someone throw somebody or throw something at somebody, I'm narking that guy out. I don't care if you call me a nark and be like, yo, it was that guy. It wasn't me.
1: Um, you you, you nark. I mean, you, you suck. You call me a dark bro. I'm I, narc to get on him. I wouldn't. Life. I wouldn't. I wouldn't offer up any details, but I would definitely be like, "Damn." I cool. Do you remember
0: when If you can't tell because I'm laughing at the directly at the person, then yeah. I mean
2: you're stupid and you shouldn't be a security. Do, do guy. you guys remember when Russell Westbrook had that popcorn thrown on him? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You saw the video. When the guy does it, everybody around him immediately points yeah. to the guy. That but did, like, that's it also that
1: why guy. I wouldn't narc him out because I guarantee somebody else like Tyler is going to narc him out next to me. So I'm not going to... Hey. It was that guy. Was, Give me my free side also, baseball.
2: Also, it's a, it's yeah.
0: a little. it's a little different simply because it's like this is Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah. And like these guys legitimately dislike people from that state... And, no, sorry. City because of their affiliation with the team. So yeah. I mean... Maybe he shouldn't have done it when the Yankees are like last place in their division and nobody's sitting in the stands. It's right. pretty More easy to not see. Last,
2: that would be Baltimore. Whatever. What's
0: what's the difference? Yeah. They can't win to save their lives, and That's this bad. guy decides to throw a ball at Alex Alex Verdugo. So
1: yeah, Verdugo's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. So don't throw crap at athletes, guys. Don't be dicks. Yell stuff. Cheer, but don't be a Tyler. All right, it's what everybody's been waiting for. We talked about it last week. We actually all followed through on something this weekend. We all watched Space Jam, A New Legacy. Mm. Randy, I think, watched the first one. I don't know if he actually did or not because he had not seen it completely yet. Tyler's seen it. I've seen it plenty of times. Um, So let's start with Tyler because Tyler is the um, self-proclaimed LeBron hater. And we talked to him last week about it and we told him to go into this Without any LeBron bias, because I feel like that's a lot of what's going on. And it is. That's we talked about a little bit before. Correct. They're doing the LeBron versus MJ stuff somehow in the movie careers of the, of the two now. I think I saw a tweet. It might have been Skip Bayless. It said something along the lines is another category LeBron James has lost to Michael Jordan in. And it was Space Jam. Something along those lines. Again, they're paying their bills with LeBron James hate. I feel like that's where Tyler's going. I told him to go into this completely unbiased, clear head. What did you think of Space Jam, a new legacy, Tyler?
2: So I did leave my hatred and my bias against LeBron at the door. I also went into it with two other things. Number one, this is a movie specifically made for kids, not an Oscar-nominated movie. And number two, uh, I decided that I wasn't going to compare the movies at all during the movie. I wanted to wait until the movie was over. So if you haven't seen the movie already... I'm going to give you a heads up. If you plan on watching it, this is an official spoiler yeah. alert. If you listen past this and you haven't seen it and you want to see it and you're spoiled, well, that's not on you. You're problem. a dumbass. Plus, you're yeah, a not my problem. For about I do not spoiler care. Alerts. Yeah, that's, well, okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> the story is terrible. Uh, LeBron comes off as an absolute dick <laughs> to his own child, which I thought was actually kind of hilarious. Um, LeBron is also a <laughs> horrendous actor. He is terrible. And I was thinking about it too. Cause I remember that movie, uh, with Amy Schumer came out. A while right. back, he was in train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember watching that and I remember walking away. I was like, okay, LeBron's kind of funny. No, he's terrible in this movie. He has no acting ability whatsoever. That being said, I kind of liked it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I kind of liked it. Um, I think the reason I liked it so much is number one, there are plenty of really good cameos. So the the server thing that Don Cheadle is the master of, um, it's a server for WB. And so there's a part in the movie where LeBron's trying to like find the team that he wants to play with, and they go searching for all the Looney Tunes characters, and it hit and each Looney Tunes character is in a different world yeah. of WB. Like, think like Foghorn, Lakehorns in like Game of Thrones. I, 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 uh, I, 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 I say, I'll say. Yeah, he's like, I'll say winter is coming or something like that. Yeah, that he's, on a, he's on a dragon. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's on a dragon. <laughs> and uh, uh, Granny and Speedy Gonzalez are in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, a couple, I think Daffy's in like DC I World. That hate Granny. That was, was kind of funny. Like, I'm like, okay, I, that's funny. I can get behind that. Um, There's another part in the movie. And here's another thing with the movie, too. There are a lot of hidden sports references and one-liners in this movie, and I think because I'm just a big sports fan, and I don't, I'm not an expert at basketball, but I know the history fairly well. I laughed, I legitimately laughed out loud at some parts. Like there's one part where Don Cheadle throws on a sweater, and he tosses a chair onto the basketball court, and that's like an old Bobby Knight reference because he did that. Although this time right. Don Cheadle hit the ref in the face. At Texas Tech, that. or no yeah, Indiana, uh, or He was know, no, Indiana, 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 Indiana. Indiana yeah. Yeah hoosiers anyways so like that was really funny there's a bunch of one-liners like uh at one point bugs bunny tells lebron like oh you can't just get all the players you want you're not on the heat anymore yeah so I'm like okay that's funny yeah and there was another part um where they get like a cameo so sylvester like at halftime the tunes are down right Vester comes back into the locker room and he's like oh, hey right. i found michael jordan and I knew where they were going with yeah, this, like same. a mile away. I'm like, Michael B. Jordan's going to I wasn't sure if so. they're going
1: to go that corny with it. And then I was like, sure enough, it was honestly, Michael B. Jordan was probably the best actor in yeah. the movie. Yeah,
2: honestly, right? Like he was probably the best actor in the movie. So like Michael B. Jordan Dog. comes out and I was like, okay, I saw that from a mile away. But then Daffy goes up to Sylvester, and he says, dude, that's Michael B. Jordan. And he says, oh, it's been 25 years. I thought he aged gracefully. I was like, okay, that's funny. Like, that was actually a really good one-liner. That made me laugh. There are also plenty of cameos. Like, even the original aliens from the original Space Jam movie, which they also make plenty of reference to, by the way. It was just really good. I'm like, you You know, know, it's it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. What's the name of the duck from, uh, I, I forgot his
0: name. The Daffy duck, duck. Parts that made me laugh too, like Daffy Duck is staying there with the team and then all the fans appear and he's like, the, the line in the bathroom is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny.
1: And that was that's the thing, dude. I think so too many people <laughs> are trying to be critics of this and yeah. they forget like Space Jam, the first one was terrible. It was terrible too. It's like, also terrible. The, like Michael Jordan has no
2: charisma whatsoever. He is also <laughs> a horrendous actor. But what helped make that movie It was funny. Like Bill Murray's parts and Larry Bird's parts in that movie were actually funny. They had a couple one-liners that were actually funny. One other thing I want to compare... I don't like, uh, especially with this new LeBron one, I didn't like how they got the real-life NBA, WNBA players involved. It's like, because uh, oh, yeah. th- his son is building a video game, and in his phone, he has scans of yeah, yeah. Dame Willard, a couple uh, WNBA players, uh, Clay Thompson and uh, Anthony Davis. And, and that's how they're introduced in the movie, because they just they just have scans of themselves. Like, that's stupid. And, and it's funny. the it's, way that the, Well, yeah,
0: I mean, that, that, whole, that whole concept was really stupid. I mean, I, I think Clay Thompson was sort of like a backup because I know he approached Giannis because I mean Greek freak makes sense yeah. it'll translate but he was like no I don't want to do that Wet fire yeah.
1: and honestly it was a corny movie but again it was a kids movie and I think about me being a kid right now right. as me yeah, watching the first Space Jam like dude this is dope cool video game the gameplay itself in, was like, really good the cool the graphics the like sounds the 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 the, the presentation I, of it was great yeah. I joked with my fiance when we were watching it I was like can we just go back to the cartoon LeBron
0: like, yeah I legitimately <laughs> like I legitimately was, was like in awe when uh, the scene where Clay Thompson turns into water and he's playing through yeah, the, yeah. like the camera's yeah, the flying graphics through. Were sick. The, I'm like the, that's the, incredible. There's it a lot of so really
1: real. cool cinematic features Yeah, but people can't get over the fact that LeBron James is in this and they're well, going to be like I'm, it blows I LeBron mean, James misses again we, we can't, MJ beats him. We, <laughs> can't take out, we
0: can't take away from the fact that the movie is terrible <laughs> and yeah. LeBron is awful oh, at, it's, at it's acting pretty he's pretty bad. He's, he's had,
1: he to is, his old child
0: he's such a jerk he's atrocious number one as a game as a person who likes the game uh, it annoyed me how he's playing with the really old game boy and the graphics behind him are from like a game boy Advance <laughs> yeah, yeah. so let's that for, now that that's out of the <laughs> way the <laughs> other things too like there were some references that were funny, other references that were stupid. Like I remember uh they do like a mini basketball game uh, so it's LeBron and Bugs and the you other know, the Looney Tunes and at the end of the game Bugs is like game blouses, which is a complete yeah. that's a like, Chappelle. oh that was a funny. Chappelle that was really and so like there's a bunch of small little tidbits like that, you know, small things where if you're not like it works for it, it is definitely a movie for kids, yeah. but but like quotes like game blouses, yeah. that's directed to us yeah, because there's no know, way a kid's yeah. going
1: to know who The kid's going to know that. I was was confused and shocked that LeBron went with the I'm a dictator kind of dad storyline to, you know, to pro to progress. There was different ways we could have got to, we're scanned into the internet, and we have to win this basketball game, right? And he went with the I'm the a-hole dad, which is kind of like the complete opposite of the trajectory of the first Space Jam with MJ's, he's in his backyard, making free throws, and the dad's like, you could be anything you want, and they shoot into the MJ montage, which is the complete opposite of, This next one with LeBron, where the the coach in this case was like, no, man, no fun business, no playtime. It's all basketball. And then they go into the montage. So it's kind of like black and white, which is really weird. I'm like, I wouldn't okay the movie that makes me look like an a-hole for 90 percent of the movie, you know. And so about a couple hours ago, Skip Bayless tweeted out. The new Space
0: Jam is no closer to the original movie that LeBron is to Jordan as a basketball player. More undisputed right now, <laughs> oh and so my I God, dude. and so I see stuff like that. and I'm That like, opened wow. their show. I'm like, it makes I no don't, sense. Open, I don't
2: know how Skip Bayless still has a job, honestly, because that I remember show. I, I sent this to you guys last week. This dude literally tweeted out right now. We're debating why Andre Drummond retweeted me on Undisputed, and I'm like, bro, how do you still have a job? Like, it doesn't make I'm any sense. You, like, now I I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I I thought this movie it was okay. Like I said, it's not it's not great. It's not completely terrible. It's okay. It's fun, man, to I, be honest.
1: If I could condense it and just watch the basketball scenes where they're playing and just getting kind of crazy, it's fun. You know, there's are big dunks, there's sparkles and I will say style that, points know, and
2: I thought the part where Getting his son to build his own video game—I thought that was a nice touch—but I'll be honest, it's just a rip-off of NBA Street. Just saying. But. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it, past it is, them. it is, it is. Though, like, I also, I also the would like the
0: game. It's NBA Street. I would also like to note that movie. Uh, this is again me, as someone who likes to play games, bitching about stuff that doesn't freaking matter. Uh, movie production companies—you know—it takes five minutes to get somebody who knows how to make video games to let you know, hey, that's not a realistic video game in your stupid effing movie. <laughs> that it, I mean. It is just one of those things where I'm like, Come on. See, guys. That'll
1: never work as a game. You know what we do on this podcast? We don't critique LeBron versus MJ. We don't critique their careers. We split hairs on the video game (laughs) side of things because we're complete goobers and not athletes and talking heads, national media.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) all right. So, before we skip on to my review, which also has to tie in with this Skip Bayless tweet, here is the latest one from Skip saying, I'm giving LeBron's new movie a C. LeBron lost badly once again to Michael Jordan. And there was segues to what he tweeted the other day, which is I am now watching the original Space Jam again, the real one, the classic, the goat's crowning achievement. I don't know about crowning (laughs) achievement. I think maybe the crowning achievement is the fact that he's one of the greatest players of all time, and he won, you know, a couple NBA championships. No, no, but uh, no, no, no. Space Jam. The crowning achievement of the original
2: Space Jam is that I remember Charles Barkley more for that than his actual play,
1: dude, which is pretty sad. Look, look, that's that's one of the good things about the first one too is the cameos weren't just hey here's a couple of NBA guys and we're gonna virtually play them like they got them. Right. involved
2: in the story yeah.
1: and it was funny yeah like Charles Barkley um, I forget Oh, Bucky Charles Bogues. Barkley
2: Patrick Ewing Muggsy Bogues Larry Johnson and Sean Bradley yeah. yes I've seen like, the movie and multiple w- times
1: when they're going through like the, the, the hospital and the wheelchairs and right. they're getting the psyche evaluation the Charles Barkley r- randomly stumbling onto like a pickup game and they're like, "Oh, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley!" And he plays with them. And he can't even like dribble. It gets beat yeah. by uh, some kid. A pick, yeah, a pickup game for twelve year olds. <laughs> and they're like, "Man, you ain't Charles Barkley. You just some wannabe who looks like him. Be gone, be gone!" And Charles Barkley gets kicked off a of court. I'm like, dude, that is hilarious. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, movie was, the movie, movie was movie funny. I, I
0: will say though that here's something that I find very interesting, and it's a polarizing example. And you can hate me for saying this. You cannot hate me for saying this. But I found it really interesting how in the new Space Jam. Lola Bunny was like super unsexualized, which is okay. It's fine. I don't. I. I do not care.
1: <laughs> You're um, the one that brought it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, let Hold hear, on. Randy. Hold let's on. Let's hear it.
0: Pepe Le Pew is kicked out because he's a horny skunk. <laughs> but uh, oh, that's right. I forgot he's not in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he
1: got he got edited out. Uh, yeah. Because post.
0: originally there was supposed to be a scene where LeBron sits down on a bench with Pepe and tells Pepe how he shouldn't be acting that way, <laughs> which I thought would have been so
1: funny. Yeah, man. He got can't. He got pre-canceled. He got
0: pre-canceled. But there's a Rick and Morty uh, like. Uh, that was random uh, there's a Rick and Morty appearance talking about hey take your badger he's broken but Rick and Morty literally is about an alcoholic grandfather who has like a sex planet and like does a bunch of heinous disgusting things against his family but Pepe Le Pew being cartoonishly horny (laughs) and Lola Bunny wearing short shorts is like oh no we draw the line there but be a bonk. bonk bonk But, uh, no, it was interesting, though, like, watching it, just the, the difference of how they were marketing this movie versus the new one, such as the Lola Bunny thing, where it's really uncomfortable watching it now, and it's like, why did they make her look yeah, so, the like, first one, sexual? The, yeah,
1: the first one, she, like, full-on has, like, a, a strut walk when she, like, dunks on one of the, the monsters. Yeah, and Yeah, and, bu- and
0: then Bugs Bunny spitting yeah. the entire time.
1: He, he goes he goes uh, plank on her because he gets horny when he yeah. watches her. Yeah,
0: and so, and, and, and then, like... Bonk. <laughs> but, uh, I mean by far the, the, the worst part was the original Space Jam just seemed much more dramatic. Like, there's, there's a lot more, like, dramatic scenes. Like, it was kind of yeah. intense. Yeah. Like, for me, like, suspenseful. Like, that, that scene where... Um, we're uh, at the end of the movie where Michael Jordan's holding up like the aliens pinning him against the wall and like where's my money you know you owe me money cuz you bet on the game so i mean that for me is uh you know, he's a gambler so uh, that's oh, okay, me- that, that, that,
1: okay yeah
0: <laughs> no but uh both movies are terrible <laughs> in People their own way like what what is yeah. this i didn't remember
1: that scene <laughs> we, we cut that part
0: yeah, out I, was like, I don't remember <laughs> we, we cut that part <laughs> out both movies are terrible in their own way but i will you know i feel more inclined to say that the new one is better just because the cgi is more entertaining to watch
1: yeah you're an, you're uh this generation, I'd probably watch the first one way before this one again. Right. Because I like the old school Looney Tunes. I don't need the, I don't need the like 3D. That was that was sleek, pretty wild. Yeah, that, that weirded me out. It's weird. They're Looney Tunes. I don't need them to be CGI'd bubbly.
0: Yeah. P- plus, I'm surprised that Looney Tunes still have a place in today's society. Only because the humor just seems like, it just seems so archaic.
1: But you know? that's that's but, funny still. Just I know, but it
0: but it still works, beating the crap
1: out of each other like, and explosions. And in, in, my quest of, in, my, in
0: my quest of finding people who actually enjoyed the movie, I discovered an entire section of Twitter of people dedicated to being fans of Tom and Jerry oh, that they yeah, find Tom, Tom and Jerry, Tom and Jerry hilarious. hilarious.
1: Yeah. So, but well, all right, on the way out, I would just Go like to, to point me. out um, we did a Warner Brothers studio tour over the weekend, we did, and one of the fun facts was that hey, we're driving through the area where. LeBron James had his personal gym, his personal full-size NBA court that he used during the filming of Space Jam that was written into his contract that he needed to be allowed to have four hours of practice every single day of shooting, no matter what. And I would like to point out to that, maybe he should have had a little more time rehearsing because I think the basketball was fine. The acting was yeah, the, the problem. Yeah. The
2: acting was horrendously The acting about. was right, like the I problem. Said, as, uh, I, I'll as, be honest. Go ahead, Tyler. I'll be honest I give the original one a slight edge and the only reason I give it a slight edge and I'm trying my best not to be biased here but I like how the NBA players were used more in the original one and that's why I give yeah. it a slight there was edge. Like way said, less
1: uh, Michael Jordan acting and way too much LeBron acting
2: yeah right. there there's 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 it's like I said, it's not a great movie. The original's not great either way, but I, I like the original a little bit more. Yeah. There are a also, few times I when, paused
0: the movie to like go back to something Labrama do. Like he'd be like, no. I'm like, what? Or the best part is his inability to scream. Like when he's flying, when he gets sucked into the uh, the cyber. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh. He's like,
1: "Ah." Oh. <laughs> his facial rec- his reactions were not matching up to.
0: They were not.
1: How do we do that?
0: Man, yeah. they did
1: my my boy AD dirty.
0: Yeah, you us go bugs.
2: I'm like, oh, <laughs> ah, yeah. oh, dude,
1: it's so awkward when they have like the come to realization moment. and They got to be wacky, and he's like doing the like because you know he's obviously in green screen by himself, right. and he's doing the like I'm wacky and jumping and pumped up with my team now. And I he, saw it you behind can just the... tell it's like, dude, you're it alone in a room in front of like 16 dude, cameras. Well, I
0: saw a behind the scenes uh, clip, and it's him on a basketball court with people around him going. Like jumping up all quietly. And he's like, Yeah. Be loony. Let's, yeah, let's go, bugs. And he's like dropping back into like into like full court press. Oh
1: man. All so right. I
0: mean, anyways, but on the way out though, uh, to fully surmise this movie um from the great skip Bayless, um, Space Jam two, a stain
2: on Lagon's legacy. Oh. <laughs> oh God.
1: This is what you sound like, Tyler. I want you to point out yeah. you oh God, that's what you sound like when you talk Ligon. about LeBron.
2: God. Okay, no, I am not as bad as Skip Bayless. No, I'm we're sorry. not gonna fall you down guys can I put I'll put five dollars down. That, but I'll not. put five because apparently
0: uh <laughs> Undisputed spent thirteen minutes talking about the movie. I'll put five dollars down, five dollars down that at some point in the next month the conversation is gonna rise. Wait a second. A movie with LeBron A. D and Damian Lillard? Does that mean Dame is going to the Lakers? Oh, Dame uh, to Lakers confirmed.
1: One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. No one wants to talk. I am going to end this podcast with the best thing. If you've listened to this, this is the best thing you are going to take mm. away from this. After all the Space Jam review, after our horrible uh, recap of the Home Run Derby and the NBA Finals, these are the best words you are going to hear the entire podcast. Fifty-two days away from the NFL, boys.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> 52 days till the Packers and Bills reclaim the top of their divisions and Tyler's Land of Falcons fall into abysmal nothingness.
2: 52 days until I go into my yearly depression. Let's go.